0: Thanks for listening to the Roman Circus Podcast, a weekly dive into death-defying discussions of Catholic culture, tradition, and history. I'm Matt Baker, and with me is a man whose dying wish was to be on this podcast, and I was not going to deny it. Zach Mabry. Zach, how are you, my friend? I'm I'm good, yeah. I'm, al- I'm alive, but, you know, such is life. Such is life and life is such. We haven't talked for couple weeks like this is actually the first time we've spoken to each other in like a few weeks also Um, true lots to catch up Only the real ones
1: know that like once you have a podcast partner that works you like can't talk to them except when you're podcasting because you've got to save all the good bits
0: for the for the show Mm -hmm. yeah and if you don't have good bits you just save the average bits if you have any good bits you want to test out on us, find us on Twitter at Roman Circus Pod. I'm at Hey It's Matt Baker. Zach is at Zach Mabry Z A C Mabry. Email us podcast at RomanCircusblog.com. Uh we hey, we're on Spotify now. Wait, actually, we are? Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. Unless we've been kicked off. I haven't actually checked. It it uh it was super easy to do. I'm surprised I didn't do it sooner really I just kind of thought that we would get denied because our because of our entrance music but no they took Cyrus it Cyrus the great so uh, so there's that uh, leave us a review if you want what else oh patreon patreon.com slash Roman circus pod etc uh, etc et Zach, the Matt obvious big news of the week is, is that Shit's Creek won seven a aca- cat or seven Emmys? They swept all four acting prizes.
1: Yes, and then took home I think what two writing and the overall category.
0: Yeah, pretty pretty insane. Yeah, it and I mean, would, what? it would have been really awkward if whoever plays the gal that plays Alexis didn't win after the Annie other Murphy. three won. Annie Murphy, it, yeah.
1: Well, and I mean, she was probably. As, I mean, I, as much as everyone likes her, she was probably, she was in a tougher tougher category. Um, and I I don't know. I, I think that it was, yeah, it was great that they all won.
0: Big, big fans of them all winning. Yes. You watched we loved, it. We'd love to see it. You what? watched it, so I didn't have to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting um, because <clears throat> when it first started, they had a, what looked like a live audience. Yeah. And I was like, wow, finally, like people are realizing that this is like we can go ahead and start having events again. Um, but then it turns out that that was fake, Okay. Uh, which I don't really think bodes well for television because like there were no obvious missing people. Like there there aren't any new breakout stars mm-hmm. in TV since last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably bad, right?
0: Yeah, kind of.
1: Like, they don't you need pipeline like new stars every year.
0: little bit they had eight they there were eight nominees for best supporting actress or best act whatever she was that's yeah there's a a, whole bunch seems like a lot
1: yeah you know Mm -hmm. representation though yeah um yeah dan levy wore a uh a kilt classic which i yeah i appreciate the traditional garb Mm -hmm. of i mean i'm not Scottish but you know (laughs) some of my best friends are Scottish Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah that was cool and then on the drama category the big winner overall was Succession which like I love that show I'll
0: have to watch it
1: it's got like less sex than almost any other show which is great
0: than any other show on HBO or just in general like in
1: general all the popular shows
0: wow I know some would say that would mean it has zero but I guess that's not really the case
1: no, there's, there's like a butt. And okay. then there's a lot of references to sex. You hate, those, of. Things. hate I those things. Hate those things. Keep those cheeks off the screen. <laughs> um, but, and then Zendaya won for Euphoria, which is a pretty gross show, but I, uh, I don't know. is like really cool. So mm-hmm. I was happy for her. That everyone, there was like controversy because people were calling it an upset and then people were mad that people were calling it an upset. Mm-hmm. and they're like this is a double standard or blah 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 um and i mean if you look at who she was nominated against it was an upset she's 24 years old and she was nominated against people like olivia coleman who has an academy award right. and jennifer aniston um sandra O. Oh, a bunch of people that have been in this game longer and had delivered really good performances so i think she deserved it but it, it's by definition an upset if like, you know, a 24 year old that was a Disney star rolls up season one of a new show and wins
0: best actress just grabs it. Yeah. I mean, that is an upset. That's not, that doesn't, that doesn't knock her performance. No, that like makes it a bigger, I mean, yeah. So that was, it
1: was odd that people were so mad at that wording. It was like, do you know what this word means guys? Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the girls from Ozark won, uh, best supporting in a drama. And that was cool. Cause I live in the Ozarks now. So, you know okay it's oh. less murdery and methy than in the show yeah but uh still a great place to live uh well, yeah i like that show um as always i was a little worried that it would uh the whole thing would be about trump basically
0: Um,
1: mm-hmm. uh, but there were very few references like there was a joke at the beginning when they revealed that they didn't really have an audience they were like what do you think this is a MAGA rally nice, nice, uh, nice. which is a dig except it also is kind of telling that when you think massive event with lots of people you like automatically assume it's a, a Trump rally like you know that it's kind of admitting something there mm-hmm. uh, and then I can't remember what out there were the Russia or whatever oh yeah this is so they had a thing where a postal guy brought them the results and when he started speaking he was from Russia nice and that was supposed to be super sketchy and i was saying that was nice we don't get a lot of um you know this person's scary because they sound foreign humor anymore so Mm -hmm. i was (laughs) a good old very good old days yeah a very welcome genre of joke if you ask me Mm -hmm. um so yeah no i liked that and then i can't remember but i mean i think what what that all boils down to is that like they need an audience and they recognize that you know, even with losing the popular vote, there's still, what, 60 million Americans who voted for Trump. And mm-hmm. they watch TV, too. So I, I just don't think that they want to fully, like, as much as everybody's, you know, Hollywood liberals or blah, 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 like, they still need an audience. And I think they're aware of that, too. So they, they did kind of chill out. And it was, you know, nice to recognize, you know, excellence in television.
0: Our favorite thing, TV. TV. And oh, excellence! I thought you were going to say. Yeah, Jimmy uh,
1: Jimmy Kimmel
0: hosted. So I always think of In him. What, what color was as, his face?
1: Yeah he, he he wore he wore white face. Um <laughs> I uh he hosts. I always think of him as Sarah Silverman's ex. Like well, I, I I didn't even know they broke up until way long really. ago. Like
0: I know, but I just he, assumed that they he still is, st- uh, married and has kids in the other relationship they need to bring back the man show whatever happened he's gone to like
1: the end of the world to get that off the internet
0: yeah i mean it's it's uh what kind of helps is that corolla kind of takes the heat off of him for a lot of that stuff because corolla is more outspoken and um so people are just like that's that crazy adam corolla character again they had the, like, I can't remember what they call the category, but it's basically the
1: sort of late-night category. Yeah. So I it saw was... saw all the
0: nominees, and it was uh it was, unfortunate. it was Everybody I Hate.
1: The only talented one out of all of them is uh, J- Jimmy Kimmel... Or, no, sorry, uh, Jimmy Fallon, and he wasn't mm-hmm. nominated. And then, secondly, I like... Uh, what's his name, the fat British guy?
0: John uh, James Corden?
1: Yeah. A lot of people don't like him. I, I like him. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he he seemed like
0: a lovely bloke. Yeah, it went to John Oliver, um, one of Trump's early boosters. So that was exciting. He he helped really helped Trump with this whole make Donald Trump again or whatever. Well, and he had that thing where he's like, when Trump was first like floating the
1: idea of running, he's like, "I'm begging you, please do do it, it." yeah, yeah." So you all have him to thank for blowing. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the that happened. But, yeah, so Shits Creek was the big winner. They won every category they were in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it was for season five, which was not, you know, anything special. I think it was just a recognition of the show as a whole. A rec- it's over yeah. now, right?
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was a recognition of greatness, sure. Of greatness. So, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> um. So you went to cool, a cool, party cool. for once? Yeah, yeah. First time in quite a long time, I traveled up to Indiana to... To Gary, Indiana? To Gary, Indiana. Gary, no, not Indiana. Gary. Uh, hung out with a friend of the show, former guest, Caitlin Fasista, Tia Tolkien. We, she had a lovely Hobbit party. It was two days. It was a nice, nice, small Corona crowd. We weren't all sitting on top of each other. Um, so is Hobbit Party, this is an annual thing? She's been doing this for like nine years or something like that. Wow. Yeah, it's a dedication, and she works really hard, so we, you know, tried to help her as soda much as I could. Soda washing
1: machines. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what movie I'm quoting when I say that? No. Oh, it's from Christmas Vacation. It was oh, like, nice. He worked, very, she worked really hard, Grandpa, and he's like, soda washing machines. I forget
0: that part. That's great. Yeah. But uh saw... Uh, former guest of the show, Katie Ruvalcaba. Nice, Miss, Mrs. Ruvie from Twitch. Yeah, and former, I think she was on Patreon. Maddie Maher, friend of the show. Yes, former yes, friend of the show, guest. Maddie. Um, and you know, some others were there. It was a, it was a lovely time.
1: Nice. Yeah. Caitlin's great. They're, I, just a, uh, they're just lovely people
0: Traveled a little bit. So I did what we all do in this time and did a COVID test today because I wanted to, uh, I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want people to kind of silently wonder about me. So I went and CVS has the drive through stuff. So you can, just, I'm still uh, silently wondering about you, but not, not on COVID. So we're yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Everything else. But they, uh, you can drive up and they hand you a thing and you do it yourself. And Zach, it's, it's insane. It, I don't know if you've had a, you've had a COVID test, right? Where they jam the thing. No, up your nose. absolutely
1: not. I've had a flu test and I am traumatized by it. So I won't go near it. I will okay. not be tested.
0: Um, yeah, you just jam it up your nose and you have to do it till you like you reach the back of your nose and then swish it around a little bit. And I sneezed so violently, it like rocked rocked me to my core, Zach. Like just shook my core. It actually made me feel worse than when I went in. Like I was feeling fine, and now I'm uh, now I'm way more sniffly, and like uh, my chest kind of hurts because the sneezes were so violent. Oh dang! Maybe that's not how it is for everybody, but for your boy, it was. Uh, that's how. It, that's how it worked. Wow. wow. Yeah. Do not like. But you're feeling okay? Uh yeah, I'm feeling all right. I felt worse. Good. Yeah. Well, you know. It was a lot. I I was feeling a little I slept for like 11 hours when I got back and like 9 cuz I there was a lot of it was hard work doing Hobbit parties and staying up late and not getting much sleep and eating good food. It, you know, it takes a toll on you.
1: I mean, being social is very exhausting. So I I would say unironically that it sounds like hard work. Yeah. Enjoyable, good hard work, but yeah.
0: What a, yeah, that's why I try not to do it much. Uh, News broke while I was there. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you heard that Ruth Bader Ginsburg tragically passed away in a skydiving accident (gasps) uh, at the age of 112 no. Yeah. Well, no. She died of cancer at the age of, I don't know, eighty something. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Uh, yeah. This is. This was. Uh, this seemed like it. So had I was been at a
1: movie when I got your. Te- you're the one that told me about it.
0: Nice. I'm glad to yeah. break news. This is a. Uh, I don't say this disrespectfully, but this was seemed like a long time coming in the fact that she has appeared to fight off basically every single disease in the past five years, either real or fake. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're always like attributing some like, why haven't we seen her recently? Does she have, she like, she had COVID three years ago before it was even a thing. They're like, does she have COVID? And Right. like, no. And she seemed like, you know, she was fighting it, but you can only fight off so much
1: right i mean she had cancer she um and she'd had all those surgeries over the last few years it obviously Mm. wasn't um a surprise you know we, we know not the hour but i mean it wasn't like
0: you know no way um of course it had to be a month before the election but
1: right well i mean and that's what really complicates things and um yeah so i was at the movie the new mutants when you texted me Mm -hmm. and i was like i wonder if i can use this as an excuse to leave because it was not ladies and gentlemen a good
0: movie um you could you could zach you could use any excuse you want to leave a movie
1: true true um so and then i'm like i was i mean i I obviously now i live out in the middle of nowhere so it probably was unrealistic for me to think this but i was like are there going to be people like in the streets over this. <laughs> like, do I need to get home now? Yeah. Um, for my safety. But, uh, it didn't seem like really anywhere there was a whole lot going on. Um, I guess there were people outside the Supreme court singing, uh, imagine by
0: John Lennon. Right. Which is, uh, people, people are <laughs> L- so the worried. The to... Love that song. Well, like, they're so worried about people disrespecting her final wishes. I swear to you, one of her final wishes was not, gather There's the, no way that she she liked that song. There's no She's way. She's too smart. She's she too, was smart. too smart. She she was.
1: Yeah. So um, that happened. Um Yeah. So it was it was an odd moment, right? Like there was there was some blowback on Twitter at what people that appeared to be celebrating it. Um I'd heard stories that there are people who apparently popped champagne. Yeah. Um you know, memes, uh, gifts circulated from the, you know, the Munchkin City, Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead
0: mm-hmm.
1: scene. Yeah.
0: Um, Which, I'm sorry, but please be more creative. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, it's like not, nice, well, yeah, but it's kind of funny. Um, okay, well, all right, fine. Whatever you said.
1: I guess it's not very creative, but okay, so here's the thing on that is that, it like, it's obviously very sad when any person dies. Um, but there are four living former Supreme Court justices. And so it was um, it was RBG's decision to have her leaving the court and her death be the same event. like she didn't mm-hmm. it didn't have to be that way, right. but that's what she chose. And so I, I do think that people who you know are impacted by her rulings uh, are allowed to like what are you supposed to I mean, that's like a normal reaction right like is that I mean I don't know am I just like a monster for saying that people weren't totally out of bounds for
0: uh, you know being
1: I don't know it's I, still I sad mean, yeah
0: no I don't know I I don't know I've I've kind of grown to in some weird way respect her more since she's died because I realize that she can't she can't nearly be anything that what everyone is saying like how could she possi- oh no no like yeah she, I've I've come to like think that she's probably quite a bit more normal than anyone would care to admit like it your her rulings like they sure she her, was the, the, her rulings are where
1: people should start with they want to have a conversation I mean at the end of the day um, yes she was reliably pro abortion yeah um, and certain women's issues she mm. was uh pretty big on the list. So if you look at them, they all have a, they're all interesting. Cause they all are like, women can have credit cards. Women can sign mortgages. Ooh. Women can like, they all involve banks and corporations and like Ooh, how those entities relate to women. Interesting. Um, but if we were talking about migrant women, she didn't rule in their favor. If we we're talking about native women, she didn't rule in their favor. Right. She often ruled in favor of again, corporations. And then, um, You know like in favor of the the government on different things and so uh that was what was interesting is somebody said uh i don't know twitter account floss Furman tweeted where were you on white women (laughs) 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 9-11 but i mean if you really look at her rulings and stuff like that's that's who she was in it for and that's who she helped most of the time
0: well and it's not her fault that boring uninspired libs wore t-shirts of her with the crown on and like had votive candles with her i mean maybe like it's it. not her fault but i
1: think also there were six years that obama was president and the democrats held the senate that she could have uh retired and been replaced by you know a, a liberal democrat judge. well yeah of
0: course but i'm saying like, but she she stayed on and so, she you so know, you kind of she, feeds
1: that notorious rbg i mean i think it was so a branding think she courted decision. it yeah that is true i mean they, I, they I don't do know it? i think that by the end she it was all the merch i mean because her very last ruling was basically saying you can just throw people out of the country without giving them a hearing so, so i mean by the end it was mostly this sort of merch and in, industry of
0: of notorious oh, she ruled RBGs in favor of saying you can throw people out without giving them a hearing yeah what are the hold on um, specifics really makes you think zach do you remember like a year or two ago they did that that guy they did that like kind of documentary where that guy followed her around and like watched her workout routine and like went to the gym all that stuff and basically yeah. like did her workout routine and was like wow it's a tough workout routine and it was like well to be fair you're doing like proportionally way more weight like i I don't know it all just seems so weird like and I guess you're right, if you stay on when you very easily could have retired and secured your spot for you know another another generation, I guess you are feeding into it at some point, but all i mean I don't know who doesn't love a good lifetime appointment Zach I mean that was
1: what I like about her is the yeah like the the folklore around her the um you know she was kind of an icon mm-hmm. um, not if, everybody what if she was a guy what if she was a guy videos and the the fellas con, and, loved yeah. her sorry <laughs> not, you know you're right not everyone who dies gets a, a dash cam video of a hysteric um, white PMC woman uh, screaming just out Ruth Gaspard died
0: oh yeah <laughs> Ruth
1: you only had to make it to 2021 <laughs>
0: I know. Imagine like asking this 87 year old, like the, the balls of asking a saying to an 87 year old woman who just died, like you only had to make it three more months or whatever. Well, and I mean, it, it shows you this sort of, um,
1: y'all need Jesus. <laughs> well, it, it, so like if, it, if people honestly, if they want to believe that like an entire movement, that to them represents um either you know just over half the country or you know broadly speaking if they want to say like all women and other oppressed classes or whatever is you know all hanging on the life of a 87 year old woman that that's a problem right like that's not a good
0: oh yeah you um, already lost
1: place to be yeah you like and it also just means that there's obviously like structural issues here so like if you were sympathetic to her view, I think you should be, um, you know, maybe a little bit irritated that she didn't step down when she could have been replaced by Obama and confirmed by a democratic Senate. How dare you? How dare you? I know. Um, And yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, One thing that was always
0: charming was
1: her friendship with uh, Scalia. uh,
0: With Scalia. Oh yeah, that was that, Even when he died it was like those stories were adorable. Right. How how they, they were, were like best friends and he would call her Ruthie and she he she would call him big fat fat dummy guy. I don't know what her nickname for him was. She always said what did she
1: say? well she said when he would like tear apart her opinions, they were always so much better after his having to go through his like criticism Mm um and then she didn't like what he said but she really
0: admired how he said it Mm kind of like i was like okay how how we get along on this podcast sure yeah basically basically
1: um it's like with trump you know like Mm -hmm. i appreciate the how he says it yeah um so then the everyone at that point is like, Oh no. Like how is Trump going to react? Cause Trump at this point's in mid rally, like he's literally up on stage. Yeah. His mind goes into like its own special place during that. Um, so I'm, I assume that his staff was like adamant that he'd not find out until he was off stage. Mm-hmm. So then the official story, if you on the internet is he's leaving this thing and he goes over to where the press are standing and they inform him of the of the death and he's hearing about it for the first time and he said something like he basically said oh that's terrible she lived an incredible life Uh, i'm sad it was and
0: okay i have a thought on that would continue
1: um well and then everybody was like oh my gosh and 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 then somehow um Oh, no, what song was it? Uh, Tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer was playing in the background as this is happening. And I was Perfectly like, who edited
0: up? this version? He and says, it wasn't edited. It was playing. He's, as soon as he says, wow, the lyrics kick in. So he goes, wow. And, but also, so he says, wow. And then he does this thing with his hands. And yeah, then he, he puts goes. puts his hands
1: and, up to be like, think of something kind.
0: Well, but it's almost like we were talking about this that at Caitlin's, how... Either there's one of two things, he's like Manchurian candidate where someone hypnotized him to when, so he, they said, when you hear the phrase, Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died, this is what you will say in response, or like his staff woke him up every morning since he got elected and said, what, Mr. President, what do we say when RBG has died? So he has to like (laughs) repeat it over and over and over. So he, and it was really, as far as statements go, a wonderful statement that, the his enemies can't pick anything from right i mean the biggest thing was is there's nothing you can pick against like it wasn't people were
1: literally like i'm in tears and it was like guys it's just a basic statement of condolence like i mean good for him i'm not said, criticizing him they it, said but,
0: i'm in tears why
1: like because he was so kind oh well yeah okay and sure. it was like okay it was just a basic statement of condolence guys it was i mean it was good i'm
0: just like you can tell the bar's pretty low yeah uh on that there's like he 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 didn't call her old and ugly what a what a statement well i mean speaking of like i will say that the average like attractiveness of
1: supreme court women has definitely plummeted yeah this news um she was the prettiest for sure Uh, supreme court 10 zach I know we were, someone was like, is Trump going to appoint a female to replace Ginsburg? And I was like, well, yeah, you can't play Supreme Court um, FMK without there being three. <laughs> wow. Um, so, uh, I, yeah, I could have told you before he, before Trump did that he was obviously going to pick a, a woman. But, um, right.
0: okay, before we get to that, there is a Catholic question surrounding RBG
1: well, I, I had one more thing on the Trump statement.
0: Okay. Is that I, I don't
1: want to... I'm not trying to be a truther on yet another thing, mm-hmm. but I do not... The president of the United States did not find out about the death of a Supreme Court justice from like a reporter. There's just mm-hmm. no way. Mm-hmm. I, I just absolutely not. Well, then And that if he makes did, if, all... if I were him and that had happened to me, I would have been like Selena Myers. Like once I got... Out of the cameras and was with my staff, screaming like, "Why am I finding this out from a reporter?" You know, like yeah. that would just not. Um, So I'm assuming, and he probably had his in ear in after he gets off stage, or somebody briefed him on it. There's just no way. And the, they were the, the, just again, like, the president doesn't find out. And they were just the death like, of "The
0: ding dong, the witch is dead," in his over and over in his little earpiece. And he. Just, I wonder if it's like in the UK where they have code words for all of it. Yeah yeah it's like because there's Yas Queen is no more. I oh, repeat, Yas Queen has flown sad. the coop. Um one thing we saw, and I think it's a Ruth uh, <laughs> it's what? I like, was just thinking back to that girl that was like, Ruth, you yeah. only had
1: to make it to 2021. Yeah. Or you just uh, had to make it yeah.
0: We get a lot of those screaming TikToks. Uh one thing that people were upset, and it's uh it's kind of weird, but people were like, how dare he disrespect the final wishes of this woman, okay? And so what was that final wish? I actually don't know, um, but oh. I've heard people well, keep... People let me keep, just effort that. People keep saying it. It made me think, Zach. The about... TLDR was that she wants to be replaced by...
1: was that she, Her dying wish was that she wanted to be replaced by the next president. Um, yeah, but let me see this because i think there's a quote because it came from like her daughter or something yeah um but it's important to know what the wish was that he's like not respect like it's not like it's not like she wanted to be buried and he's gonna cremate her like Mm -hmm. i mean uh she said my most
0: fervent wish is that i not be replaced until a new president is installed yeah i mean okay well dream bigger but also uh what, I mean, what is like, it? This is a kind of interesting thing because it's kind of deranged that people are carrying on about it. But at the same time, we do often talk about pe- respecting people's final wishes, Zach. Like, what level, I mean, this is different because it involves like this, uh, a whole country, a, a whole branch country. of government. But I mean, like, it, I don't know, it just got me thinking about the idea of like how much weight should we put into people's final wishes like it, I mean I, I think it, I, I think it's like perfectly fine to go against a lot of final wishes uh, because they're not really like bound or like by the pain of mortal sin I know this is a stupid thing to talk about but like no
1: I mean it actually is because there are people who I remember a Colin show I want to say it was Mother Miriam mm-hmm. um, where they were like you know it was my grandma's dying wish that I not become Catholic or something mm-hmm. and people have like you know, in that moment been like, okay, I promise kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like, do I have to like, even if you say you will, I mean, it's like, don't lie, but if you, if it's done, it's done. You, you can't, you can't be asked, you can't be held to like a ridiculous promise. But what, what were you saying?
0: Well, that's just kind of my point. It's like it, I, I mean what, like it, it seemed, it is like slightly, it's slightly emotional over emotional. Uh, that whole take. But it did, it did just kind of get me thinking about the idea of respecting final wishes and how, how much do you actually, like even you, uh, I don't know if I'm legally allowed to say this, but I have some final say if you were to pass away right here and now in how your wishes are carried out.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't
0: know. Didn't you What's put my wish? I don't know what they are. So like, do I have to respect your wishes or can I just make up everything on the fly? and just Wait, say what, that this was your final about? wish oh yeah i don't know aren't i the like executor of your will <laughs> no i well
1: I, what are, I put you on something i can't remember what i put you
0: on i know i was just i wanted to, uh, out there to act like i was the executor of your will I, I think you're like my, my emergency contact on a whole bunch of things. Oh, well, that's not nearly as fun. I mean, I guess
1: I can I'm still like who answers I'm like who who's most likely to answer a number they don't recognize? That's how you pick your emergency contact. <laughs> um, okay, but anyway, we can start so I mean, uh, there's a couple things about this whole dying wish thing. One, like that is it, it's a sad situation. like again, imagine it's the end of your life. you've lived eighty seven years you've you've been all over the world you know Mm -hmm. you're one of the most famous members of a whole branch of government Mm -hmm. and you're dying and all you can think about is like i'm gonna clap back to donald uh, orange man's gonna get it today Mm -hmm. like you can't even for one minute think about something that matters and like that to me is the saddest thing (laughs) that like again clapping back at orange man was was anybody's dying wish let alone somebody who'd lived such a you, you know extraordinary life as as rbg i think I don't mm-hmm. know. but then secondly like it is a ridiculous wish i mean we have a constitution it's the president that unfortunately picks things. i mean 60 whatever million americans voted for trump and he won the electoral college mm-hmm. he gets to pick the president or the he gets to nominate someone for the supreme court and then the senate can can or cannot confirm like mm-hmm. that that I mean, the rest of us still get to have a country according to how our country works. Just, you know, just because somebody's final words were, you know, that. So, I, I yeah, I mean, I, I think in the order of precedence, um, dying ladies' wishes are ranked pretty far below, like, the Constitution and 250 years of precedence. Uh, I mean, the Constitution sucks, and, like, I get it, but...
0: <laughs> uh, just as a personal note uh friend of the show christine rousseau has continued to have these tweets about how her father passed away a few months ago and the state of maine is not letting them have a funeral uh well and her diocese this is the other thing he's like and what oh and the it's also her diocese yeah
1: and and this is where it's like you know and we've said and continue to say that it is you know the bishops are allowed to do the shutdowns and they do but like i mean why or do we have to keep doing this like it would be nice if
0: well they won't even let her have uh, a funeral of like any size right like it yeah so again there's been like sanctioned in Maine RBG memorials that have and it it's all just like i don't know if you want to get well right we've already said if you're famous people can't get covid at your um
1: funeral and especially true if you're like famous to the sort of neoliberal elite um none of their celebrities uh when they died uh you can't get you cannot get covid from a neoliberal celebrity mm. funeral this should be known
0: um, <laughs> yeah, Jeremy.
1: I feel like Jeremy McClellan was one of the first people that sort of broke ranks and started pointing out that like it's interesting how you can get COVID at some events, but you can't get COVID yeah. at other events.
0: Yeah, it's uh that's one of the that's one of the weird things, Zach. It's uh oh, breaking news. Jennifer Jacobs Uh-oh. of Bloomberg News says that Trump says his announcement on his SCOTUS pick will be at 5 p.m. on Saturday. Um, which, well, le- so
1: that's, that's the, that whole thing is, annoying. I'm glad that there's a date announced because, um, it's again, like, it's not like her RG, RBG's death was a surprise. Like they shouldn't need any more time to do any more vetting. You know, yeah, this sort had, of like when, if,
0: if they're worth, if they're worth their weight and all this, they would have been vetting for years. Right. I mean, in I theory, mean, this theory every president, of when, not in theory, it, but a- in practice every president should be vetting supreme court candidates like from day 1.
1: Right. I mean it reminds me of at the very beginning of 2017 um, when they were like all right we're going to get to work coming up with our plan to repeal and replace obamacare. Now that Trump's and it's like you guys have been voting to repeal it back when obama was going to veto it mm-hmm. for years. So you didn't have you actually didn't have a plan. Like you, you really you honestly had no plan you've been campaigning on getting rid of this thing for how long and you i mean thankfully they their plan was awful and so i'm glad it failed but the at the end of it it's like so yeah i mean a week is fine Mm -hmm. um somebody pointed out that like it would be insensitive but like there's not any version of this that people aren't like they're not going to be like oh trump was so thoughtful in how he handled this like so Yeah, I'm like, I don't know why we don't have a name today, but I guess at least we'll have it by Saturday, so they can get it moving.
0: Okay, so uh, I don't know if she's the odds-on favorite, but she's definitely. But Amy Comey Comey Amy Coney Barrett, uh, she's Catholic. Amy Boney Carrot. Yeah, uh, she's Catholic. She has seven kids. Um, What do we like? she's going to get drilled up and down because of her Catholicism. Uh, maybe, maybe, well that there's the sticky situation. She, of she already has been Biden is also being Catholic. Um, you know, depending on how, right.
1: Well, so she already became famous cause when she was being confirmed to one of the lower courts, um, Diane Feinstein from California
0: made the famous comment. Um, the dogma, the dogma, lives dogma loudly, lives loudly within yeah. you
1: and so were it to
0: to be true for all of us Zach
1: well right like of course there was immediately merch you could buy that said the dogma lives loudly in me like there was a whole fanfare about it which is one of the reasons again that I think she's the correct choice you know if Trump is serious about making the you know like the only sane choice Mm -hmm. Um, But so I mean she's already kind of been through that once and there was such a blowback that I don't know that they're gonna maybe they'll jump all over her being Catholic. She's part of this like weird charismatic Catholic group. Yikes. I know. I mean, that's like, I, I I think that she's the right choice. I think she's the only choice. Um, but I mean, there's also like, she's not like, I don't, I don't, don't turn her into like notorious ACB. Drop the hero. I mean, because again, she's that group is weird.
0: Mm hmm. Um, well, it's just important to not, you know, deify these people because when you're inevitably let down, it makes yeah. it that much, I don't know, better, worse, right. whatever.
1: So, yeah, I mean, don't don't go crazy with it. Like, you know, keep it. But, I, you know, I will say that the memes that popped up around her the first time were pretty, um, like, that just happened spontaneously. There wasn't a big, you know, national push for her the way that there would be now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but then I saw an article, I wish I remembered what publication it was saying that the group that she's a part of the charismatic Catholic group was mm-hmm. like partially what inspired the handmaid's tale. Ooh, nice. But then they came back and said, actually, that isn't true. Yeah, actually but that's not true. <laughs> they had to do a correction that was like, that isn't true, but it reminds us of the handmaid's tale. Mm hmm. And I'm like, why would it remind you of that? Like I don't <laughs> I said, be normal. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm like, is this Voldemort or is this literally the handmaid's tale? Like are there what are the other any other pop culture touch points besides Harry Potter and the Handmaid's Tale? Uh not that I don't know. Great
0: question. It's, it's not uh, the ones everyone so, everyone goes back to, but yeah. So she could be at Man, this would be, if Trump rams this thing through, this would be three judges. And I don't know how much emphasis we should actually put on that as a presidential thing, but he definitely got elected for this reason. Yeah, I mean, I think the best situation is that he
1: nominates uh, ACB, she gets confirmed, then he loses and just goes away.
0: <laughs> um, that would, But I mean, that would truly be going out on top. I guess. In a yeah. Way. It's like we got what we wanted, which was judges. And then we don't have to put up
1: with him anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but think of all the content. Yeah. Well, and it's like, if, if he loses, then nobody can, if, if somehow it ends up going to the courts or whatever, mm-hmm. with the election being what it is, like if he loses, then nobody's really going to question it. Like everything will look legitimate and then there'll need to be stability. And as much as they want to talk about, um, impeaching judges and overhauling the courts and packing the courts whenever um if fdr attempted to do that and it failed and Mm -hmm. uh if fdr didn't have the political um might to pull that off nobody does like especially not a joe biden type person who like at most could win you know a 51 percent majority like you would need a coalition at least the size of fdrs to pull off something like that and you know nobody is even attempting to build that large of a coalition in 2020. So the Roman circus um, coalition. Well, I mean, it's just, it's a, it is a, it's impossible that they would be able to pull off this whole court packing scheme that they're speaking of. Mm -hmm. Um, but for the, on the Republican side, a lot of people are screaming about Merrick Garland. Um, so people may remember that, uh, justice scalia died unexpectedly on valentine's day 2016 and that was the last year of the obama presidency mm-hmm. um the republicans had captured the senate the previous year and so um, when obama appoints or merrick garland uh the republicans were like no we're not gonna do it here like we're not doing this mm-hmm. um they said plus it's an election year so we can just do this next year and you know what What they were following was basically the fact that you know in general in an election year um, the Senate wouldn't confirm the other party's appointment and what that's now being presented as is that the Senate doesn't ever approve anybody in a election year um, which even if that were the precedent it's like who cares because they can right mm-hmm. like the the term ends when it ends Um. so they're they're planning to do it and at first it was like Oh no, like are the problematic Republican, like are are the Republicans going to be able to actually get the votes? Like, are they all, cause you know, there's only 53 of them. So they need, um, they can only lose three if they want to have Mike Pence break the tie. And that would kind of be rough for a SCOTUS thing. So, um, but as of today, Mitt Romney said, he's not going to like interfere. Mm -hmm. Um, him being the most difficult in the sense that like he has this personal vendetta against Trump, um, that kind of overshadows anything Mitt Romney otherwise thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, so, I mean, the backstory that I pointed out before is Mitt Romney and Trump were born within a few months of each other. They were both in business. They both went into politics. They both run for president, but only one of them was ever, ever able to win. Mm-hmm. And so then the other one's whole career is just the kind of bitterness and spite towards the one who won Mm -hmm. um and that's pretty much been mitt's whole shtick since 2016 Mm -hmm. um but even he said he's not gonna like he's able to put aside his sort of petty whatever for the you know the higher purpose um so there's only two republicans that aren't going to they're being squishy about it but that gives them they have 51 now so it's um they have the votes basically Mm -hmm.
0: um Thank you but to the yeah, junior I, senator from Utah. Yeah, I know. Um, at least he was good for something. Uh,
1: but, I mean, there's all these talks about, oh, should should Trump do it? Should Trump do it? And it's like, well, I mean, obviously he should do it. Like, wh- why did
0: people vote for him? Yeah, of course he should do and it. And why
1: would anybody vote for him again if he's going to demonstrate that he won't actually do the job this that is, you sent him there to do? Well, this
0: is the exact thing we talk about with like Roe versus Wade and abortion in general. Like, they're all... You saw, like, the Trump like People things. are dying. <laughs> well, but, yeah, the Trump things were, like... I forget who it was, but I don't know if it was, like, Charlie Kirk or OAN or some people who were, like, oh. President Trump personally guaranteed he would fight to overturn Roe v. Wade once elected again. And I'm like, you guys can't keep pulling this stuff. Like, there's... You, you don't have... Like, people there's getting less and less reasons why a lot of people are actually voting Republican. And one of them is that, and if you, as soon as you rip that away, people will just like, just leave. Like you have to do it, either do it or don't. Right. Like Like,
1: I'm not voting in this election and I sort of pledged to be indifferent to the outcome. But if Trump were to not actually do this, I would take immense joy in watching him lose because it would just be clear that like he was as weak and impotent as everybody sort of worried from the beginning he he could have done it but he didn't because of what norms like because of what like precedent like i mean because of something unimportant yeah uh, he didn't get, act on something he, as important as abortion uh yeah i mean at that point there's no pro life case for voting for him or the whole party which i mean to some extent that would be a relief but we do want to actually achieve something here
0: right yeah. So it's uh yeah, I don't know. It's just infuriating. Like it I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then of course, can you believe
1: that David French doesn't think that they should fill oh, the spot?
0: Wow, really. Wow. Wow, crazy. Wow. I know.
1: I know. Soramp was right. Everyone knows it. Um he he
0: I like the myth of like I don't know just the myth that if you just treat everybody kindly in politics that it'll it'll all work out, and everyone will play nice
1: well, what will work out is you're again, you're still invited um on talk shows and to cocktail parties, and you can still do your book tours and stuff um what won't work out is anything for the rest of the country like it, what what will work out is your own personal career being a politics person. Um but that's it. And so yes, if you're self-serving and self-interested, which everybody is, but sometimes you have to put other things above your own self. But if you're David French, of course you don't. Um you know, I don't know. But uh yeah, it's it's just been a crazy time. But I, I mean it really would almost be nice if Trump could just appoint a third judge, it'd be someone like Amy Con- Amy Boney Carrot. Uh
0: A win for for us and then he just goes away (laughs) um he needs to start that news network we were told he was going to start when he lost in 2016 what's it going to be called tnn um there already was a tnn uh that became spike tv zach oh
1: that's no that was tnt i thought
0: tnt is still around tnn became spike tv i believe Nice. Well, so what now we have for the news channels, there's obviously
1: the three everyone knows of, Fox, MSNBC, and um, CNN. But then there's what, Bloomberg, OAN, CNBC, Fox Business, H... Not HSN, that's the shopping network, um, HLN. Uh, So you know what we really need is one other 24-hour news network of of like Trump and uh, like his, his less favorite kids. So
0: like not Don Jr. or... Ivanka but like the others Eric Tiffany oh yeah Tiffany I Tiffany Trump came up because I saw I was reading about Magic Johnson and how his son is like a socialite and it was talking about how he hangs out with other rich rich kids and one of them was Tiffany Trump so like Magic Johnson's kid and Tiffany Trump are best friends I do feel bad for not i don't feel bad for tiffany trump but like she was
1: definitely just like a rich kid of instagram and then now she has to like give political speeches Mm
0: -hmm. um so but
1: but oh well oh well
0: what do we think about uh i don't know do we have any closing catholic we are a catholic podcast do we have any closing catholic thoughts on this whole proceeding um
1: I mean, I don't know. Uh, I guess currently we're not able to do anything. I mean, people have pointed to cases like Roe v.ersus Wade or Casey v.ersus Planned Parenthood to overturn laws that say, you know that in order to operate uh, an abortuary you have to have hallways large enough for a hospital gurney to go down because women are regularly injured in these procedures so i mean getting these court cases overturned it does matter like i get that yes we haven't solved every problem Mm -hmm. that exists but like this is an important step and it has to happen like i don't you know, for most things, I'm pretty like, nah. Eh, you know, it doesn't really. But like this, this would matter. It wouldn't be the end. But it, it does seem like whenever we're at, in the like, you know, the the few days every few years that we're doing a new justice, all of a sudden everybody wants to point out that like, well, there's more than just abortion. And in, and even with abortion, there's more than just Roe v.ersus Wade. It's like, okay, well, can we talk about that? The 90 percent of the time that we're not like th- this is the only way we address this part of it. So like, you're not gonna be able to do a Supreme court ruling that addresses things like poverty. Like I'm, I'm all for that. But like, why would we pivot to talking about that? Um, like while well, we're trying, like we're doing a thing, people we're we're doing a
0: thing. Um,
1: so, you know,
0: I don't know. Don't be a one-issue voter. I, I was on mute, and I kept talking, and I didn't realize it. Uh, don't be a one-issue voter only really gets talked about for one issue, Zach. People are never like, I I care about what's happening at the border. And they're like, well, don't be a one-issue voter. No. It'll, and I mean, if you care about the border, I, I there's no chance that
1: um, Amy Boney Carrot's record on immigration matters is worse than rbgs because it couldn't be i was speaking to an immigration attorney yesterday about this to kind of confirm i was like okay you know i tend to always hate all these neoliberal superhero types Mm -hmm. but like am i off base to say that rbg was like horrid um on things that impacted the well-being of immigrants and she was like she was awful like i don't even know how to have conversations with people because they'll say that i'm anti-woman yeah but like i work with these with immigrants in my whole profession and she was reliably not for them so there's no i mean on all the other issues if you want to do the whole seamless garment um the only one that rpg was particularly strong on was abortion and the only one that amy boney carrot i i I, i've been saying bennett and i didn't even realize it was barrett Mm -hmm. for months um anyway that uh, is also abortion but i mean it's like
0: um
1: I mean I'm a zero issue voter, right? Like I don't vote.
0: Yeah, you, um, you have zero you have a lot of issues, but not about voting. I I do. I have so
1: many issues. Um but uh yeah, it's like, okay, well, we can talk about we can talk about the other issues just in not relation to this one. Like talk about the other issues but I don't know why you would like shut down conversations about a Supreme Court justice when it is only the Supreme Court that could overturn Roe versus Wade and Casey versus Planned Parenthood, which is a lot more aggressive than Roe. It's just um, rose like the first one mm-hmm. um, like this is the only way to do that um, and the courts repeatedly say that immigration has to be handled through uh, legislation so I mean write your legislatures they're the ones that haven't passed the Dream Act that doesn't have anything to do with um, Trump or Amy Boney Karen <laughs> um, you know call, call Congress and ask them why haven't they done anything for the Dreamers why is Trump the only thing keeping the Dreamers in the country um, you know, if you want to talk about those, yeah, there's they have not passed the Dream Act, and so they're just still kind of living off that.
0: Um Let's see. So uh, Trump, Trump is great
1: for uh, the Dreamers, is what you're saying? I mean, th- technically, <laughs> I mean, people that know more can yell and scream at me, but what it comes down to it is that he's continued to have them stay. Sure. Um, there certainly haven't been any laws passed, and they haven't even really tried right um you know so uh and i mean unemployment again i mean that's the thing you know when i say that congress is pointless and we should get rid of it people think that it's a meme but i'm like well what what do they do yeah like what's one thing are they even real um i don't
0: know birds in congress are they even real
1: Yep. So we'll find out on Saturday if Trump made the right choice or the wrong choice. Um, Well, yeah,
0: but I think just nominating someone and trying to jam it through is the correct choice politically. Uh, Yeah.
1: I mean, and I don't even think they've, they've talked about how I think they had 44 days. They've done it in shorter time before. mm -hmm. Like it isn't, it really isn't unprecedented. If, If you wanted to try to claim what was happened four years ago was unprecedented, you could maybe make that argument. Um, But even Mitt Romney, like, summarized the situation um, about why he's supporting it this time around. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Cocaine Mitch.
0: The Apex Predator. Turtle man. Someone was calling him the Apex Predator. Wait, why? What does that mean? Uh, Apex Predator is like the the main, like the big... Like the main predator, the one at the top of the food chain. Oh, okay. Like in a movie?
1: Uh, what do you mean? Like what is an like w-
0: the biggest in what? No, the apex predator is the top of the food chain. That's like the head predator. Oh, just in general? Yeah. So there's a Washington oh, okay. Post. The final boss. Yeah, there's a Washington Post opinion column by Howard Feynman that titled Mitch McConnell is the apex predator of U.S. politics. That's uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: He's not much to look at, folks. He's not much to look at, mm-hmm. but you know that's okay.
0: Prison Mitch, Prison Mitch.
1: Yeah, because what are they? What's the other Moscow? Moscow Mitch. That's
0: the anti-Mitch one, but yeah,
1: where's Russia? Like, I was sad that it didn't take off. That maybe Russia had poisoned our RBG. Mm-hmm. One person mentioned it, but. Yeah, but that was it. I did see someone say that with with R B G gone, uh, this person said they were detransitioning because they didn't see a future for women. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. I assume it was a joke, but then it's like actually nothing is ever really a joke anymore with these people. Um, so
0: yeah, who knows who knows what a joke is and who knows what a joke isn't. Not me. Exactly. Uh, Saints
1: of the week, notorious uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, I was just looking up. I was looking up a, a a saint of the week. Frantically googling. <laughs> frantically, frantically googling. I yeah, I didn't want it to be R B G. With all due respect, um, my computer does this weird thing where it switches me switches my search engine to Yahoo when it should be Google, and it really throws me off. Um, this week's saint of the week, Zach, is Saint Thomas of Villanova feast Day, wow. feast day september 22nd which is t- big sports guy today uh yeah he is a patron saint of two-time ncaa basketball champion villanova university home of uh massimo former guest in friend of the pod massimo fagioli he was born Tomas Garcia y e. Martinez in 1488, and he died September 8, 1555, in Valencia, Spain. Canonized November 1st, 1658, by Pope Alexander VII. Uh, he is, his attributes are a bishop distributing alms to the poor, which is, okay. which is pretty good. Yeah. In 1544, he was nominated as arch- like reverse grifting. Archbishop of Valencia, and he continued to refuse the position until ordered to accept by his superior. Uh, interesting how his superior requested he do something, and he listened to it even though he did not want to Can do it. Can you believe it? Can you believe Can that? Can you believe it? Given a donation to decorate his residence, he sent the money to a hospital in need of repair. He began his episcopacy Episcopacy, Episcopacy by visiting that, yeah. every parish in the archdiocese to discover what the needs of the people were, aided by his assistant bishop, he put in or he put in or, order an archdiocese that for a century had had not had direct pastoral government. He organized a special college for Moorish converts. And in particular, an effective plan for social assistance, welfare, and charity. Oh, wow. Welfare Queen. Saint, wow,
1: is an SJW?
0: Wow. St. Thomas of Villanova, welfare queen. And Isn't socialism condemned? In 1547, he ordained as a priest, Louis Beltran, a noted missionary in South America. Uh, St. Thomas, Thomas started Presentation Seminary in 1550. He is well-known for his great personal austerity. He sold the straw mattress on which he slept in order to give money to the poor and wore the same habit that he had received in the novitiate, amending it himself. Thomas was known as the father of the poor. Uh, His remains are preserved in the cathedral in Valencia. And he died of angina, Zach.
1: Angina, yeah.
0: That's a chest, chest pain or pressure, usually due to not enough blood flow to the heart muscle. So that is... What if it
1: was called May Never mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, that's your saint of the week and your disease of the week. And your...
1: Yes. So yeah, I didn't um, actually
0: know. That's kind of new to me. I didn't actually know who the namesake of Villanova was. I just knew that it was a Jesuit. Wait, that is the namesake? Well, I mean, he's the patron saint of Villanova University. Oh, okay.
1: I didn't know if, like, he had also, if, like, St. Thomas of Villanova had named himself after, like, a, an earlier Villanova.
0: Yeah, no, that's it. Oh,
1: okay, Villanova Media. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, uh, something I noticed there is the guy had a pretty limited wardrobe mm-hmm. and a small number of possessions. Mm-hmm. And, um, A lot of times we associate those practices with like uh, more recent people or people from the East or whatever, but uh, practices that would appear to be minimalistic, uh, simple, Mm -hmm. and all that are pretty much found throughout the lives of the saints. He
0: he found that what sparked joy, Zach, was giving away his possessions. See? That's what I'm saying, folks. That's what I'm saying. Folks, that's what he's saying, folks. All right, well... Come on, man. Come on, man. All right, right, man. eh. Uh, what
1: okay real quick i'm gonna put you on the spot what's joe biden's campaign uh campaign motto campaign slogan
0: no more malarkey
1: that's it no more and then there's there's no malarkey and then there's uh build back
0: better build back I, better that just rolls right off the tongue <laughs> no.
1: um yeah some, some i think it was foreign affairs magazine tweeted like quick check without looking what is it it's yeah. like uh I, but it's important because I'm we all remember not his signature Trump. campaign issues, such as. Um... Well, thanks. That's our show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Well. Uh, rest in peace, RBG. You'll be missed. Yes. By your family. Yes, and, and we are praying for you, of course. And so are all of our listeners. We want we want everyone to be in heaven. We do. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening, all right, gang. See ya. We will talk to you all next week.